Hey, 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 hey! Welcome to Creative Block. We're your host, Gene. And V. We interview people in the animation industry about their life, work, and hobbies while we doodle jam. We asked people on Twitter if they had specific topics they wanted us to discuss, as well as some drawing prompts. And today with us, we have Stefani Rizzo! Hey! Hey, hey, hey guys! <laughs> How's it going? I'm, I'm good. Just chilling with you guys. Ready to doodle. Yeah. <laughs> Just a nice Sunday. It's a little overcast yeah. in LA. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. No. Thank you for uh, having me. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really talked to anybody in a while, so. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the quarantine. You know? That's quarantine life. Yeah. Huh? Yep. That's, this whole show was an excuse for us to just talk with friends because nobody. Right. <laughs> nobody was answering our messages, right? And so we yeah. were like. Maybe if we do a podcast, people want to be friends with us again, finally. Exactly. We're popular. We're popular, everyone. That's, uh... Yeah. We're so popular. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on the show. We're really excited to talk to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be here. I, I first met you when we were both working at Sony Animation Pictures. Mm-hmm. Picture Animation. That's in we, that order. <laughs> we, uh, we uh, both started at the same time. Yeah, we had like yeah. the first, yeah, the same first day. We like yeah, walked yeah, together yeah. to that same little office to get our pictures taken <laughs> yeah it took us everywhere like the whole tour and everything yeah you so you started like i i knew you, i've always known you as a story artist but uh you've done like a mm-hmm. bunch of other stuff like character design uh you've also done like the yeah. disney internship for story yeah yeah for story yeah so uh before i was doing story i was doing uh, character design like that's what i was like studying uh, so storyboarding kind of just like fell, fell into like my, my path <laughs> of like getting to animation. So and I, th- I think that's really cool because I think you know like sometimes you know we do think like we have to choose a career like when we're still in school and like mm-hmm. and that it's gonna be that one or nothing. But I I like that I like that about your career. So let's take it back all the to like all the way to your very far away past. <laughs> what, what, your your uh, tragic backstory. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> started off with my mom and my dad and they made it. <laughs> yeah. How, do, how did that happen? <laughs> and they just met. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> uh, where'd you grow up actually? Uh, so I grew up in Orange County. Um, I'm from like Newport Beach, I guess, like more down in mm, okay. Southern California. And yeah, I, I've I've lived here my whole life, except I did move to Mexico for like two years when I was little. Uh, but then I came mm. back, and uh, yeah, I just. Oh, how old were you when you moved back to Mexico? Um, I was two, I think. Yeah, I was like two years old. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, so I was there a until baby. like yeah, I was a baby. I don't remember much, except that. My mom tells me I uh, like to like pick a lot of like animals off the street and bring them home. Oh, <laughs> so like lizards and like you know all the kind oh. of like the gross animals. <laughs> but uh, that's oh, great. all I can really remember when I was like little in Mexico. So yeah, I think that's when it started when I was like obsessing with animals and wanting to draw them later on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause would you think that's kind of like what got you into drawing? It would be like your love of animals. Oh yeah, definitely. I. Um, there's something like so fun to like draw animals and, and like learn about them. And my dad also like draws, so I kind of like picked it up from him. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but he he never did like professionally, but he likes painting and like kind of just 
as a hobby. And I thought mm. it was really cool that like he he like could draw things, and I was like, oh, I want to learn how to draw too. But his were more like realistic, and I just went like really cartoony. <laughs> so kind of like the sure, opposite, yeah. yeah. Does, did he like encourage you growing up to kind of uh, pursue it? Yes and no. It was kind of like he was excited that I I liked doing it, but I don't think they really ever thought I could do it as a career, uh, like professionally. Sure, yeah. Until later on, I kind of yeah. had to be like, hey, like I can get paid. <laughs> like, look, I could do this. Right, thing. Right, right. Um, but of, of course, like a lot of parents, like they they're like concerned, you know, in art yeah. and career, and um, they just kind of like, okay, maybe she'll just have that as a hobby and she'll study something else. But um, I was never really good at school, so I just stuck with, like, drawing. And I figured, I'm like, well, if there's a job out there for drawing, I can, like, just do that. <laughs> I don't want to do math mm-hmm. or any like anything hard. <laughs> or, or, like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I took, like, the easy way, you... right? But... but drawing is hard, though. But drawing is hard. Drawing it is, is hard. hard. But, like, I was like, man, like, four years? If I want to study something for four years or, like, six with, like, because uh, I, I want to be a veterinarian. And I was like, maybe I'll do that. Mm. And then I saw how long it took. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I can do that for like six years. (laughs) Even though it would have been worth it. But like, I was like, I don't know if I could do that. I I like drawing more. (laughs) I'll just draw that. If you're spending that much time on something, you want (laughs) to, hopefully you'll uh, actually enjoy the process of of studying it. Exactly. (laughs) So I was like, I'll just, I'll just dive into drawing. So was that sort of was drawing kind of or I guess art in general was that kind of a backup plan for a bit or was uh or was there just like a moment where you were thinking of being a vet um I think it was like a backup for a little bit I did want to do like like study animals and then um but once I like was looking it up I just figured out I would just do drawing and um Mm -hmm. look look at that path and like like oh people can get paid doing animation like I want to do that let's see if I can do that (laughs) How old were you when you figured out that you could get paid doing animation? I want to say it was like 10. I remember, I, I kind of recently was thinking about this the other day. Uh, my mom took me and my sister a lot to the library. And I would always try to go to like the art section to like how to draw characters or like how to draw sure, yeah. from like Christopher. What's his that one? It's just one like artist, like the Christopher or something. I know exactly. <laughs> yeah, about, yeah, yeah. I forget the name. <laughs> that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I found one of the first art, art of books I found was from Tarzan. And it was like this long like uh, landscape book, and I opened it, and I was like, "What is this?" And it was like all art of art of Tarzan, and like the drawings and sketches. And I was like, "Wow, this is really cool! Like, I want to do this." And I read in the yeah. back, and it was like Glenn Keane and like all these other artists that like worked on it and were like animators and were working like in LA. And I was like, "Wow, like I I want to do that! Like, I want to be able to work at Disney because it was like all from Disney." So I made it my goal. I was like, "When I grow up, like I want to work at Disney." And make movies mm-hmm. so i kind of like went through that path from that age yeah. yeah have you had a chance to work at disney yet i did when i i did the training program i did the right. story training program so mm-hmm. it was like a whole year of working there and they pay you for that right that's a that's not like an intern uh, okay yeah 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 they pay me. um which is great i was actually really happy that they um they were paying the the trainings but yeah, that was a, that was a great experience, like being able to work in there. Like it blew my mind. I'm like, I'm actually here. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> like I'm inside the building, <laughs> inside like the Mickey. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was pretty cool getting to that point. When you were um, middle school or high school, did mm-hmm. you ever take art classes? like at school or like extracurricular, or did you mostly just like draw by yourself? Yeah, I um I remember like sophomore year I started taking art classes there because they they offered like um 
like art one and art two, like in high school. But it was all very traditional things. And I mean, I, I appreciate it because I got to learn like the super basic, like fundamentals of like, like uh, when you're cross hashing or like, you know, uh, like really basic things. Mm. And then on the side, I would always like check out the books of like how to draw cartoons or like comics. So I was like doing stuff mm. like at home. <laughs> and then at school, it was more of like traditional, you know, <laughs> like painting and like colors mm. and, and all that. So yeah, that's what I was doing. And how did you think about reaching that goal? Like, did you join communities online or did you just kind of like try to follow the like uh, go to college kind of path? Uh, <laughs> well, I, yeah, I think like in high school, I was looking up uh, art colleges. And the very first one I found out was like Laguna College of Art and Design. But mm. I realized that like it was really expensive. And I had to have scholarships. So I was like trying to figure out like how I can do that. And I knew my grades weren't that good. So I had to like work on my portfolio. And then even though when I graduated from high school, I knew I couldn't go like right away. So I went to community college to do like my general ed. And that was oh, my yeah, goal yeah. though. Yeah, that was my goal though. I was like, okay, I'm going to do my general ed and then transfer to um, Laguna. And then I did that. I was able to like transfer and I was like really excited to go there. But it was still really expensive and I didn't yeah. and the the year that I was I got into like all the good teachers I had heard of were just leaving as well like a lot of teachers were oh. leaving and so when I got there I'm like I'm getting all these new teachers and like this isn't what I thought it was gonna be yeah. <laughs> uh, and mm-hmm. and like I know fundamentals is like it's like key to have and I had to do them over again even though I did it in college and I was like I feel like I'm kind of spending a lot of money on doing these classes again even though i already did them and and some teachers were not really teaching it well they were showing a lot of videos that you can literally just find online (laughs) and i was like you know what oh yeah i was like you know what i i'm spending so much money on like the first semester i can do this at home like i can go back to college take more art classes and like learn at home and i was like i'm just gonna do that so i dropped out i was there for eight weeks (laughs) i dropped out of laguna damn yeah it was me and my friend were there. He stayed there for a year and then he dropped out too because uh, he felt the same way. And I was like, yeah, I think we're spending too much money on art sure. school. <laughs> yeah, if you feel like you don't need it. Yeah. That's really smart. I like that you were able to make that decision. Then, like, And you went back to the community college? Yeah, yeah I went to uh, Orange Coast College and it was super close to like where I live. But um, I just nice, lost yeah. the train of thought. I was going to say. But anyways, oh yeah, that's that's I went back and I was like, Okay, I'm just going to do this on my own. I've always told people that if they have, like, if their parents are able to pay for them or, or if they get a full ride scholarship, like, I think they should go for it and do the art yeah. school. Like, if you're privileged enough to do that, like, do it. But in, in my case, yeah, like, yeah. I didn't really get enough scholarship. And I, you know, my parents were going to be helping me pay the loan. But I knew that I'm like, this is going to be a lot of money. Like, I can't do that to yeah. them. And I'm uh, like... I think I can take a different route, and and I did that. That's that's like a reason why too that I left, um, and I was like, I'll just try to, even though it might be a little bit harder, like I'll just take this route of like teaching myself or doing online classes, and going back to like community college. Yeah, it's it's hard. I, it's like it's a, if you can afford it, obviously, mm-hmm. great, go for it. You know, but, yeah, exactly. but it's it, to force people that are not uh, like you know of of means to try to stick it through it's like you're just setting people up for this debt for this insane amount yeah, of debt and yeah. like how are you supposed to make a career when you're just barely paying rent 
Exactly. And especially if you like, they're just showing you YouTube videos. I think like that's kind of that's that's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. No. For yeah, sure. I'm. I'm. And how was um the college that you went to? Like, um, do they did they kind of have any classes that were um, close to uh, animation or cartooning, or was it all kind of like fine art, like fundam uh, fundamentals and like kind of classic drawing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, they kind of had like everything that you just mentioned. <laughs> um, so I found this like program called Narrative Illustration, Narrative Illustration Program. So when I was there for like about three to four years, they didn't have anything like focused in animation or entertainment. And that was the closest thing to it. And um, all the classes were about like learning about composition and a little bit of character design, uh, like storytelling. Um, what else? Uh, painting like color like some basic things but it all was like storytelling and I'm like maybe I can just do this route and then still do classes online so I can kind of like mix them together uh, and make my own <laughs> kind of like curriculum I guess you could say mm -hmm. and uh, but then I started exploring more classes there in college like I took like printmaking and uh, cartooning there's a cartooning class one and two mm. and a perspective class as well uh, like on the weekend so uh, the first two years I didn't work during college like financial aid helped me a lot so I didn't have to like pay for classes and I was just taking as many classes mm. I, I wanted to so I was taking advantage of that and um, I was like just give me all the art classes <laughs> that I can take and and that's what I loved about college too or community college is that like you could take these extra classes and in art school because it's so focused you can't really explore these other like extra like uh, art I guess how to explain it like mm -hmm. you can't really take like graphic design or typography if you were like you wanted to explore that because you had to like focus on yeah because the curriculum yeah. is already made for you like like in yeah. art college it's like they're already like picking everything for you but like in community college you're more free to choose mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like I understand why they do that like in art school but I just think like I don't know you kind of miss out on something that like you might be interested in I don't know it's like but yeah it was great yeah that's really interesting yeah that's really really interesting uh especially that you were able to like go to both and kind of like compare and contrast mm -hmm. so how long were you um how long did you attend that um the community college that you went to i was there for like five years i was there for two and then i transferred and then i went back for like another three years of doing that like mm. the certificate and then and then while i was there then I started working at Starbucks, so then I can pay like my other classes. Once like my financial aid like was done, <laughs> I had to like pay mm -hmm. those classes. So I actually started working on campus, Starbucks right there, and um, yeah. and I just became like really good friends with all the art teachers, and like uh, I made mm. groups of friends as well. Like the community there was really nice. Uh, that's where I, I met my friend like Matt and Victor, and just like these other artists that were wanting to do animation as well or gaming. So we were always like hanging out and like trying to figure out like what we could do to just up our game. Um, and we started going to like CTN Creative. What is it called again? Creative <laughs> Talent Network. Oh, I don't even yeah, that. that that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah, CTN, Network. whatever CTN, it is. Yeah, Expo. Uh, and it was really fun. It was like 2014 around that time, like when we were going a lot, uh, and everyone mm. we were we were showing our portfolio around and getting feedback and then feeling like we still had to work on stuff, but. Uh, yeah, they, it was really nice to just find 
people in college that were like into it as well and we were always like motivating each other to to just like learn more <laughs> yeah finding yeah. that little like network is huge mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i knew it was important because i know in art schools like going back to art schools like you have that right like everyone's doing art and you have all the resources so in, in community college like we even though we found ourselves there we were sharing like podcasts and uh, like online classes that we we thought or just like any resources that we would we it would help us we would like share it with each other so yeah yeah i like that spider for sure. <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah i feel like it's something that uh definitely for people that have like succeeded like uh breaking into the animation industry i feel like everyone always had at some point or another like that community mm -hmm. right of like other art very driven artists like i think either you find it like you said through uh your classmates or maybe like through an online community but at the end of the day it's just like having this like small group of people that is pushing each other to do better yeah is yeah yeah and in art school too i mean even though i was only there for eight weeks like everyone seemed really competitive like like really like oh like my art is better than yours and it's like we're all gonna be in the same place at one point like yeah we're gonna be working yeah. together like i don't understand why you, you're being so like well <laughs> you know yeah so, some people have a bad attitude yeah. <laughs> so i was like peace i'm leaving <laughs> <laughs> like bye. That the first sign of that, you're like, fuck this. Yeah, I was like, bye. Yeah. It's so funny. And so you went to CTN with your friends, mm -hmm. and um, kind of, um, how was for you that moment between ending your education in college and finding your first gig, and also kind of like what kind of gigs did you get? Like, what were the first kind of gigs uh, that you got yeah, art-related? Right. So, like, after I finished college, I couldn't find anything. Well, I was doing a little bit of freelances, but they were maybe, like, a week or two, like, long. <laughs> and they were, like, small studios. One of the first one was, uh, what was it called? Something with, like, records. They asked me to do these animation uh, gifts, mm. and I got paid for that, and I was like, I don't even know how to animate that well, but whatever. I'll, I'll say I know how to do this. <laughs> um, and, it was, <laughs> and I was like sweaty. I was like, okay, I got to animate these things. Uh, but yeah, that was one of like, I was just getting like little little freelances here here and there, but I, but nothing that would be like, um, that I can like pay bills with, you know? And so I was trying to figure out like what I was going to do. Since I had finished college, I was like, I'm not finding anything. I'm applying to... Uh, internships and I wouldn't get internships I wouldn't get like any of the training programs yet and 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 I was applying to studios and like I they were like rejected all the time mm. and I knew I still had to work on my portfolio because like what I had was more illustration than character design mm. so CTN helped a lot like when I showed my portfolio so going there did kind of like push me on the right path to do like what I wanted to do but there was still like a lot of work I had to do with especially with character design like a lot of people were saying like oh it's really hard to get into character design and i was like i know but i really want to do it they're like okay well you have to keep like drawing and doing these like your portfolio you know? and then i just i was working at subworks for like three years and i remember thinking like i don't know what i'm gonna do like if i can't find anything in a year i'm just gonna be a barista like the whole time <laughs> i like gave myself mm -hmm. a timeline i was like if if i don't get any freelance or a studio job like i'm just gonna 
I, I enjoyed making coffee. Like, I was getting, like, really into it. And I was like, yeah. okay, maybe I'll do this. Like, this sounds really fun. I could probably make a career out of this. Yeah, from what I hear, Starbucks is really good to their employees, too. It's, like, yeah. a good job to keep. They have benefits. Like, yeah. it's a good, like, grinding <laughs> to get your dream, but still yeah. need it. Grinding! <laughs> ah, I get it! <laughs> ah. they, they really let me express myself there. <laughs> Never mind. Bad, bad pun. It was a bad pun. Anyways. I liked it. Okay. It took me a second. It took me a second. Espresso yourself. I yeah, espresso. I, just, yeah. I just realized that. I had that. to throw in my... It took me a second. <laughs> um, Somebody is really good with no. puns, you guys. Like, <laughs> It's been a year. I'm like dry. I'm, like, <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're a little... <laughs> A little, a little rusty, but little I like rusty, it. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, you mean rusty because of the being near ah! my phone? Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> I make them so people get annoyed yeah. about. Yeah, I was so jealous. Like at the office, like you were just like you were just like cranking out puns, dude. I was like, I'm like, wow, yeah. <laughs> Wait, like it's been that pandemic. I enjoy when people like roll their eyes because they're like, are you for real? So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that whole thing, I, the, the weird like stigma against puns is bizarre to me. Like, people get so like, oh, are you kidding me? And it's like, why is it any better than your stupid dick joke, dude? Like, I don't know. It's just like, puns, puns require to be clever and like, you have to actually think. Right. And I, I feel like most humor I hear in like in the office is like pathetic. <laughs> I like puns. Hey, I'm a pun supporter, and I I think puns are a great comedy. Okay, we need a pin with that pun supporter. <laughs> a pun pin. Pun pin. Pun <laughs> pin. My gift. See, your gift is puns. My gift is coming up with uh, zingy little uh, like <laughs> names for things. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. Okay. Anyway, what the hell were we talking about? <laughs> oh, uh, being a barista, <laughs> almost yeah, yeah. as a career. Um, yeah. So I almost like went went down that path, and I actually thought about it. Like you were saying, it it sounds fun. Like it would have been really fun to. Uh, but sure. I I uh, gave myself a timeline, and I was like, okay, if I don't find something in like, let's say six months. Then that's it. <laughs> I'll become a barista. So Damn, I have six months. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's I know. a rough timeline. I know. Yeah, dude. It's like an anime. It seems like not a lot of time, but I was like, it's the only way to motivate myself. Like, who else is going to tell me to oh, okay. do it, you know? So, and also, I kind of had like small pressure of my parents because they weren't seeing that I was doing anything with what I had been doing for like the past three and a half years. And I was mm. like, okay, I need to show them that I can get a job in animation and. I just need it. And I, that's what I want to do. So I worked on my portfolio. Uh, I went back to CTN a lot. And I actually, what what helped me a lot was, um, I don't know if you guys heard of Chris Oatley Academy. Have you heard of him? Oh, Chris Oatley? Yeah, Chris Oatley Academy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I remember the, yeah, I remember his name. I think it's like, uh, it's it's pretty popular online program. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He has a podcast as well. I don't know hmm. if he's super like active on it now. But before he he had like a lot of episodes like almost every week, and he had a visual development uh, portfolio class, and I took it and I actually thought he was gonna teach you how to draw, but he taught you more of like how to put your portfolio together, and um, understanding like what your job is as a character designer or visual development, 
And I thought it was really helpful. And I was like, okay, this is something that I feel like people need to learn. And I need to learn too about like, because it's not just about drawing. It's about like knowing what your job is going to be in animation, like how to problem solve and storytelling, like what people are looking for. And and I, then I understood that like when people are looking for somebody for a movie or a project, there it's kind of like a casting thing, right? Like where they're just seeing like who can fit into the project with them, and not so much of like your drawing skill, I guess. It's kind of like a balance between that. And so I, I took the class and I was putting my portfolio together, and, and that kind of like helped me a lot of sort of understand like what I wanted to do with character design and. And I saw improvement when I showed it at CTM and I showed it to other people. And um, I don't know, it just kind of like helped my brain understand what it was going to be like to work in animation. So I recommend if anybody wants to take that class on his website. I'm not sponsored by him or anything. But, uh, <laughs> I was just like, Chris, like <laughs> no, but we should be. Sponsor yeah. us. Sponsor by <laughs> Chris <Lincoln. laughs> No, um, but uh, yeah, his uh, that was really cool. And schoolism helped a lot too. So I kind of just like focused on that. And I picked out like a story to to like do designs for. And then, mm-hmm. and then let's see. I feel like I'm missing something from my life. <laughs> Oh, so, okay. So one of my friends went to uh, Cassidy Fullerton. Uh, He transferred over there and he did the animation program. Um, And they have a club called uh, Pencil Mileage Club or PMC. And I started sneaking in into those uh, um, artist talks because they would have people come over and talk about their experiences. And then they would like kind of like give out like uh, books or prints or anything that they had. But it was really cool to listen to kind of like their experiences as well. Kind of like how I'm talking about it right now, but before like hearing them. And uh, one of the panels, they had alumni. So they had people who had worked at like uh, Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. And one of them was a recruiter from uh, Disney and uh, Matt Roberts. And um, I was like, oh, maybe if like I talk to him, like <laughs> he'll know my name and like, I don't know, something could happen. And I also had been working on this like project on the side uh, with a partner of mine uh, back in college, and uh, we made a book out of it. And at the end of at the end of that night of the talk, I gave him that book, and he really liked it. And like I didn't hear anything back from him. But then later, after a couple months, he contacted me asking if I was interested in applying to the story training program at Disney. And I wasn't sure because I was like, I'm not doing story; I'm doing character design. But I guess if he's asking me, like, it could be, you know, like, an opportunity to just, like, kind of, like, get into animation. But I didn't know. So mm-hmm. I was like, sure, like, I'll, I'll apply to that. And he's like, yeah, you just need to have, like, your storyboards and apply and, like, all these things. I'm like, I don't have any storyboards. Like, how am I supposed to apply? Mm-hmm. And I had about, like, a month to put up a storyboard portfolio and apply. And I, I really didn't think I was going to mm-hmm. get in. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know what to do. So I took, like, the designs I had before and, and um, this, like, story that Schoolism had with the class I took. It was, like, about a cat and, like, his mom throwing a shoe at him. Like, it's a very, like, Spanish um, story mm-hmm. where, like, moms throw shoes at you when they're mad at you. Anyways, so, Is that a thing? Is yeah, this a yeah, thing? Yeah, it's called La, La Chancla where, like... Um, if they're what mad the at fuck? you, they'll take like their sandal or, or whatever shoe they're wearing, really, and they'll throw it at you wherever you are. Just, and... I love that this is apparently like a recurring <laughs> thing in the in that culture. 
Oh, I mean, you know, moms will just throw shoes. You know, my mom never really did that to me, but I mean, I've heard stories from other friends, so I, okay. I think it's No, I, I mean, I think I have too. Yeah, I think I've heard that. I yeah. just... What a um, thing. All right. There's TikTok videos about it. Yeah, there are TikTok oh, videos. Oh, well, that's how you know it's real. Yeah, you know it's real. And, <laughs> and in this story, it's exaggerated where, like, the mom throws a sandal and it, like, he's running away, like, miles and the sandal's still, like, after him, <laughs> after, like, running oh, right, away. right, right, right. Okay, and, that's Until, yeah. like, he gets hit at the end. And I just kind of, like, made up this, like, cat was, like, stealing things from his mom and, like, he was... Anyways, it was just, like, a story, a little story. Yeah, that's cute, yeah. I uh, applied and I didn't hear anything back after a couple of months. I was like, I probably didn't get it because, like, I'm sure other people that have been doing this for a while, like, are gonna get in or or something. And uh, he he asked me if I uh, um, wanted to do an interview at Disney, and I was like, okay. So I went in and they interviewed me, and it was really awkward because <laughs> I it was like, my first time going in there, and it was like these like glass rooms like glass door mm-hmm. rooms and you know like those like really corporate rooms where they have like long tables <laughs> yes it was like yeah. that and then there was like maybe six people in each side and i was like why are there so many people in this interview and Jeez. it's only me like what's going <laughs> and they were they were just asking like basic questions like getting to know me and one of the questions i felt so embarrassed one of the questions was that like what was a movie that um a guilty pleasure movie right so in my mind i thought it was like a movie that I like to watch a lot of times. <laughs> so I said, yeah. uh, Emperor's New Groove. And they're like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. And I was like, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, they meant like a bad movie that like people don't like. And it's like a guilty pleasure movie. But anyways, I I, mean, I, 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 <laughs> I, told, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't think I understand the question. And they were like, why do you think it's like not that good? I'm like, no, I actually really like it. I, I feel like not a lot of people watch the movie. I'm like oh interesting yeah. and i thought i blew it i was like great i never i didn't understand the question and um and i was like oh man anyways but uh after that uh, eh, i think it's fine yeah, yeah i can imagine <laughs> i understand why you felt that but i feel like i they probably were just like all right cool <laughs> I, I, they probably didn't think that, that yeah. hard about it even <laughs> i noticed that i didn't answer right and i'm like uh, i don't know what's going on but sure. uh after that like weeks passed by too and i was like i don't know what's going on and then, then he called me again saying, like, hey, like, do you want to do the program? Like, you're, you're in. And I was like, oh, no way. So cool. that's how, like, I got that opportunity. But it, it took a while. Like, I had finished uh, college and then, like, three years passed. And I wasn't really doing, uh, like, I, I didn't find any jobs, you know. And it, it took a while mm-hmm. to, like, get to that spot. And I, all I was doing was, like, little small freelances. And, um, and I was actually really active on Instagram. I was doing a lot of um, like shape exercises and I was like making stickers and books and that was kind of fun too. Mm, and like cool. I was trying to figure out like a way to get noticed on Instagram. So I was just like oh, yeah, trying to yeah. draw as much as I could before all this like algorithm stuff like messed everything. <laughs> yeah. Right. How did you kind of come up with that? I mean, you know, like doing that the shape exercise like daily because you were posting every day, right? Yeah. Um, well, okay. So I, since I couldn't find anything, I was like really depressed. <laughs> uh, I laughed because like I'm like yeah, it was. I was just like down. I was like I don't know what I'm gonna do, and uh, I was like, why not? We'll just do like warm up, something that like makes me happy to do. And mm-hmm. if anybody gets something out of it, like at least I'm making somebody happy or some people happy too, mm-hmm. if they're feeling the same way. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would just go to coffee shops and like do random shapes and like pick a topic, kind of like how we're doing here in a way, like yeah, prompts. Yeah. 
and then um and yeah and then just like drew animals and people just kind of like reacted really uh well to it and so i just started doing them like daily and then it kind of was like inktober i felt like it was inktober where i'm like let me just do it for like a month and see if i can do it throughout the whole month Mm -hmm. and that helped a lot like it helped me with like my mental health (laughs) and also just like people's uh support with that and then i was like oh maybe i'll make a book out of it too so i think it'll be fun to sort of like look through what i did throughout like that month sure but yeah that's kind of like how i did that i do agree that like i feel like challenges well inktober kind of grew too big but i feel like Mm -hmm. for me inktober was really the challenge at the time it was like 2014 or 2015 Mm -hmm. that really Mm -hmm. helped me kind of that people started paying attention to my art and i feel like finding a fun little challenge like that to do during a month and posting every day is like a a really great way of just kind of like motivating yourself and i use i feel like usually mm-hmm. yeah those help a lot with um those challenges help a lot with just kind of getting getting on like the industry's radar yeah yes. yeah because people are watching i mm-hmm. the inktober is so bizarre <laughs> because yeah. it it's it stopped being about ink like it 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 started as like hey this is a chance for people to like practice actual physical media yeah. inking and now it's to the point where people are just like, I drew this fully colored piece in like in Photoshop Inktober. And I'm yeah. like, no, it's not like, don't like hijack this hashtag for your fucking drawing. And then they'll get defensive and like Wait, do you... get all pissy about it. So I did Inktober, but I did it digitally. Okay. But, but wait, my, I mean, I don't know if you who believe me or not, but like, what I did was I tried not to uh, erase anything. Like I, I, I meant to make it look see, like yeah. it was so like you were ink. Still, yeah, you were creating a challenge for yourself. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. that's great. So don't hate me. Jay. I think it's like at the end of the day, it's mostly about like, you know, I mean, it's like every big hashtag. When like a hashtag gets too big, then like you're not going to like keep the control over it. I, and at the end of the day, yeah. it was created for artists to just have like a fun little challenge to do. So as long as you, you're getting something out of it, yeah. you know. Sure. I honestly, and the only reason I even complain about it is because I've seen interactions where people would get, like I said, they would get defensive about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, like if you want to use the hashtag, by all means, like, you know, <laughs> nobody's policing the hashtag. But if you're going to like, if you're going to get upset about other people trying to like point it out, it's like, mm, I don't know. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> that's that's my I, th- I think people should just be honest how long it took them and like how, you know, like because Inktober is oh, kind of like a quick that, thing, yeah. right? You know, and it's like, you didn't yeah. do this in a little time. Like, this took you like two days probably. <laughs> like, oh, this is a full piece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think also just like what you said, Stephanie, like the whole thing about like proving to yourself you can do something for a whole month. Mm-hmm. I think that's like a really nice thing because it's like, oh, I actually I am an artist. Like I can keep you, I can do this every day. Like this is not a hobby. Like, you know, there's also like that aspect right. of it. It's kind of like exercise, right? I mean, I, I try to do this yeah. for exercise and I fail. <laughs> but like you kind of, you're like, hey, for a month, let me try to do this. And like, it kind of helps that motivation again. And even if you do fail, you know, like at least you tried a little bit, like for a couple of days. And yeah, it just well, kind of like helps. <laughs> I mean, to see it as a, yeah, I wouldn't, 
I wouldn't, th I don't think it's fair if it's to consider it a failure. I do the same thing, so I get it. Right. I always do that with hourly comics where I'm like, this is it, this is the year. <laughs> and then I like, and then I do like two hours worth and then I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And I, I feel like I failed, but everyone's like, yeah, but you're not getting paid to do this. Right. Nobody cares. So it's like, whatever. <laughs> like if yeah. you had fun for those first two. Yeah, that's, that's all true. That's because yeah, it's hard. It's it's really hard to maintain oh, yeah. uh, drawing a day mm -hmm. for thirty days. I've only done it. I've only done October once, where I actually stuck it through, and that was in like twenty fourteen or thirteen or something, mm -hmm. ages ago. I can't believe it's even been around that long. And I was riding the train a lot, so I just like had the time. Right. I don't know how anybody does it when you know if they don't have that time like built in. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, I think like definitely you need to like make the time for mm -hmm. it because when I was doing October, like I needed at least an hour, one or mm -hmm. two hours mm -hmm. to complete a piece. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It, but you know, it's also like you make the time for it. I think. I mean, mm -hmm. honestly, when it, I was doing October, like back in that back in the twenty fourteen, I feel like we really only had Tumblr around and then like Instagram a little bit. Like Twitter yeah. wasn't that big. Like no. I, I feel like I started using Twitter. When did I start using Twitter? Like probably a couple of years back, because I was looking for a platform that I could just post anything, mm -hmm. like any kind of sketches, any kind of like dumpy looking kind of. And then I got some followers, and then I was just like, "Well, I gotta make this look nice now." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, for the followers. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, not a lot, but you know, I don't know. Yeah. You know, one day you post something that is good yeah and you're like oh gosh dang it what i do yeah, now shit. I gotta... <laughs> now people will expect things from me yeah yeah, yeah yeah oh my god i feel that too so bad and then i'm like what did i do i don't post like this all the time i'm like okay i'm just gonna not post like forever <laughs> until... yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's so true though it's so hard i, I do feel like that you know like you're because you know you like you're always like well i can do something better next i can do something better and then like one day you actually do like something that's like super fucking detailed and like like super well drawn yeah. and, and you're like this took me hours yeah, yeah. i'm never gonna do that why did i put myself like why did i back myself in this corner and then that gets like 10 likes and you're like oh the thing that I spent the most, and then you do like a shitty, uh, uh, you know, like a, a sketch, and it's some meme shit, and everyone loves it. And you're like, man, that's Twitter. We were talking about it a little bit before we came on the show, and like how different uh, social media has kind of. We found mm -hmm. different. Each of us has kind of a different take on it, mm -hmm. and I think that's interesting because yeah, like Stephanie, you you're mm -hmm. like doing way better on Instagram than on Twitter. Right. Like you said you've only been on Twitter for a little bit. Yeah, I'm. I'm not really active on there as well. Like mm -hmm. sometimes, I feel like it's just um, there's so many opinions. Like there's just so much oh, drama. God. <laughs> there's so much drama, yeah. and I'm like, I don't want the drama. It's exhausting. That <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm just gonna like read. I'll enjoy reading people. Honestly, like... yeah, just just stay away if <laughs> yeah. you don't. If you if you don't like... if you already have an audience elsewhere, like yeah. who needs it? Yeah. Uh, it's brutal. Uh, but I do like like it's. You know, I follow a lot of like people that are funny and stuff on Twitter, and like that's really fun to right. just read, yes, or like get informed about things. Uh, but then I have to like look into more because I'm like, this is real. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I was gonna say like it's it's nice at first, but then you realize everyone's lying, and you're yeah. like, oh, this is not a reliable source, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. People just pull information out of nowhere. <laughs> I would, have, yeah, 
yeah i would say like as far as like the lying but there's definitely it's very emotional mm -hmm. like twitter is very emotional and that's i'm afraid of like sharing something like my opinion I, every time I have, I have that feeling i'm like i'm not sure what i think about this thing and then i erase it and i'm like no 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 <laughs> like, nope like, yeah. i don't want any <laughs> i was like nah. I, yeah I do that a lot. I'll, I'll write out a tweet and then I'm just like, this is going to cause problems. <laughs> like right? some asshole. It's so I'll, I'll, I'll sometimes uh, an opinion will break through and I'm like, fuck it. Boom. Like <laughs> tweet it. Here we go. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. the Joker was bad movie. <laughs> and, and then people who don't even fucking follow me will just appear and they're like, you piece of shit. You don't know fucking anything. And I'm like, uh, like why like why are you even talking to me you don't follow me like wh what is your agenda here yeah but yeah it sucks but i have way more engagement on that than on instagram and i think it's because it's just like it's really hard for me it's really hard to maintain a you know practically daily upload schedule which is what it seems like you need on instagram these days mm -hmm. yeah and twitter it's like you can still interact with people you can retweet things you can't really share stuff on instagram we were talking about that a little bit right. too and v had an idea that i liked oh yeah so if anyone's listening to you on the site if you're working for instagram if instagram is listening <laughs> check this out listen the to idea me. here's a pitch what if what if there was a tab on instagram where it would just be like reposting like you could just like do the same thing as retweeting, but it would be just like basically reposting all of the art that you think is really cool. I guess right. it is the bookmarks, but the bookmarks is like super hidden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't. That's a private, I think. Yeah, it it's, is, is it private yeah. or is it like public? It's, uh, God, I it's private. I hope it's private. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta. I gotta uh, go oh, back I'll in there if it's not private. Lovely. Yeah. Hold on. Pause. I gotta. I gotta, I gotta clean out my bookmarks. I think it's a great idea. I think that, I think that like, you know, let's be real. Like social media is about sharing. Yeah. And uh, that's what was great about Tumblr. That's what's one of the few things that's good about Twitter. And Instagram yeah. doesn't really have it because yeah. the stories don't. It's and not. then you have like all these accounts that are just like reposting <laughs> all the art and yeah. reading all the benefits of and, all, like artists. And I'm like, that sucks, man. You know, and like, what I like about the idea too is that like, uh, I've noticed that if you want to add a link, like you can't add the link on the comment. Yeah. Like it doesn't work. I think that's dumb. Oh. <laughs> like if you post yeah. and then it's... Yeah, they really hate links. Oh, you hate links? <laughs> no, they hate links. Oh, they They're hate like, links, Instagram yeah. really seems to not want you to post links. And it's like... Yeah. You can't, you can't expect people to only... For it to be that insular where it's like, you know, everything I do is on Instagram. Nothing I do is outside of it. You have to like, mm -hmm. you know, link in bio and that's mm -hmm. a mess. And then mm -hmm. you got to have like link trees. It's like, if you need a separate service. Oh yeah. Link trees. Yeah. If you need a separate service to just have more than one link, like you fucked up. That's shitty. That's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is, uh, that's annoying. It's bizarre. Anyway, but you've done well for yourself on Instagram. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't post as much right now as like often like I did before um but mm -hmm. yeah like i was constantly like trying to do like every every other day like i was like posting something that's a, that's amazing that's, but, a, that's a lot but then yeah but then it was a lot and i was like man like i don't know what to draw and, and then like sometimes i just don't want to draw for people i guess just like for me or and and i don't want to share it like i just want to keep it for myself 
but then I have that pressure of like, okay, I need to draw something like an alligator <laughs> or something to just like share. <laughs> or like, like you guys are saying, like on the stories, like I just want to share it on my stories. Like I don't want to make it an official like post. But then I don't know how many people look at right. the stories, and I don't know if that counts as well. Like I don't know. It's a yeah. I do think stories like I don't know like uh like I do I do think stories do count like for the algorithm and stuff. But yeah, it's it's insane. Yeah, like now it's like you actually have to think about it. Like I, I kind of miss the times when like we could just like post and and it was just like you know share. I think because people have looked at it like well well I don't know I'm trying to think. I used to use it as a portfolio, and I kind of sort of do still but it's more of just kind of like here's some stuff i do on the side like these are like my drawings but before it was more of like a portfolio of like oh if like it shows a little bit more of your personality i guess on instagram it's like a mini portfolio i guess that's how i see it yeah. but i don't know if people i feel like people get pressured into like needing to have that as like something for for a job like to get a job and i don't think it's true in a sense like it doesn't matter like how many followers you have to like i think it just matters of like the the drawings like if someone likes your drawings and recommendations like you know more mouth word of mouth i guess (laughs) so it's easy to kind of like share your instagram like that for a quick like look of what your drawings are like or who you are a little bit exactly yeah but i feel like i don't know i want people not to feel pressured <laughs> or like at least young artists like you're saying the people who are mostly listening like to not feel pressured that they have to like have instagram to get a job or something like that you know yeah yeah definitely because i feel like uh so you said that you so you were like working a lot on your instagram mm-hmm. when you were waiting to hear back from disney mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and um how long did it take you for did it take for them to get back to you? Uh, so when I applied, it took like maybe two months, just because like it was just the application, right? And they were obviously getting like everyone's application. Mm-hmm. And then then after the interview, it took like maybe another month to hear back from them. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm trying to remember because it was like a little while ago. So it was about like two three months. I didn't hear anything like uh, an official of like starting that training program mm-hmm. so it was just me like yeah i was just like drawing and being like okay if i don't get that i'll continue trying to get like freelance job work mm-hmm. yeah actually one of my first jobs that i got was through twitter though <laughs> because of word oh, of mouth yeah. like it was recommended i i did a little bit of work on unikitty mm-hmm. where character oh, yeah. design yeah <laughs> my friend like recommended me uh janet and um she was like they were looking for somebody and then she like sent her my work and then they were like, hey, like, I like your work. Like, do you want to do some design? So I was like, oh, sure. I didn't know what I was doing because character design is very different from feature, like TV design and, and feature. And I was going more into yeah. feature and I was like, oh, so this is character design for, for TV? I was like, this is really hard. I'm like, but I'm going to do my best because they're asking me to do this job. Talk about that. Talk about the difference between the two because that's interesting. Yeah. So when, when I, the experience that I had with them, it was more of like, so they when they're doing storyboards they have like special boards that sometimes the designs are kind of rough so you have to draw the design the normal design over that board so they they're like clean enough because they send them overseas so you kind of have to like understand the character and like the turnaround and draw that special Mm -hmm. pose and then and then you have to if they're adding new characters you have to try to like draw in that style of the show yeah. And it was like, it was fun to do it. I had a, a simple like character to do. And I drew Unikitty in, in some special poses, but it was kind of hard. I was like, oh man, like I don't know how to draw them that well. 
but I'll, I'm gonna do my best to like join these because it, it was like for the for the job. And then compared to feature, feature you have it's a lot different because you're designing characters and you have a lot more time to explore. And you're gonna do turnarounds as well, but it's like maybe you're gonna be working on a character for like a month or two, like for a while. You know? Yeah, it's more like concepts. Concepts, than yeah. Just designs and model sheets. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think you you do get to that point, but it's like after after kind of like going through so many drawings, and in TV, mm-hmm. unless you're working on the on the project from the beginning, right? Like you're doing those concepts, then you're kind of doing something mm-hmm. similar. But but if the show is already going, like you have to know how to draw in that style, or at least like kind of have similar like style to it. Yeah, which is really cool. Like, I think that's awesome. But I found that it was really hard <laughs> to do. I was like, okay, if I'm ever doing character design, I don't know if I could do it for TV, uh, like I for see. maybe like concept, but not when it's like on air, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think it's important to know. I think that I I've definitely heard a lot of students and people who don't quite know how the industry works that they'll say like, I want to work as a concept artist, mm-hmm. and it's like that doesn't really exist, but <laughs> it does you know like you said like it well that's usually the response that people will give is that that doesn't exist and that is true but not true because as you've said like there is those jobs but you have to be fucking amazing (laughs) it's like incredibly competitive and hard to get get those positions so it's not a good goal to strive for concept concept art is something you do either in feature Mm -hmm. at the very beginning uh, or like you know throughout the project or it's something or you have to be like the either like supervising like um wait what's it called what's what's like lead like lead description of lead yeah lead character design or even like uh art director right could po- mm-hmm. possibly do mm-hmm. concept art showrunners do concept art as well yeah, yeah, but it's like do. really yeah i feel like it's like leadership positions that will get to do these kind of like in tv at least in tv it would be definitely definitely like yeah, right. or director or character designer who would do it the happens. Concepts. It happens, but it, it's yeah. My point is more so that like, it's not something. It's not a good goal to strive for because it's like, that's that's something you get to. That's a point that you get to. That's not a job that you can just be hired for necessarily. Right, right. And it's really rare, I think, that's if you tough. if you do. But I, but I think you're right. Yeah. Like it's like after experiences you had before, they might pick you up to be like, can you do concept design for us? You know, or like right. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You got to be like a little bit of a celebrity already. Like you have to. I, that's how I. That's how I see it. It's yeah. like a, it's something you, if people, if they can see your work and they're like, we want your specific vision or your, you know, your specific um, skill set. Yeah. We want you to concept this stuff, but it's like that's that's a lot. That's gonna be a lot. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I drew that. Do you guys remember that helicopter? Oh cat? my god, I remember that video. No. <laughs> I just, I was like, <laughs> I was wondering what this, I did it wrong. this helicopter cat was. I was like, let me do something basic. I feel so bad, but whatever happened, <laughs> it kind of came out of my brain. Hey, go, go for it, whatever. I'm drawing a cat in a mech suit. That was a prompt, though. It was a prompt, yeah. Yeah, tell us, uh, tell us, like, what are your influences? Like, what kind of stuff um, inspired you when you were first starting out and, uh, like, what are some of your favorite media? It doesn't have to be animation. It can be anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to think about this. 
Wait, you were, can you repeat the question again? I like started thinking about the helicopter cat. You're still thinking about a helicopter cat? <laughs> I was like, I was like, what about? <laughs> Sorry, okay. There's just like I a thought it. bubble above your yeah, head yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as I'm talking and it's this like, helicopter cat. Um... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> just thinking about that cat. Thinking about the helicopter cat. Uh, just wondering like what your influences are, like what kind right. of stuff uh, inspired you when you were a kid and, and even now, like what kind of stuff motivates you? Yeah. Um, well, obviously like as a kid for me, it, it was still like very much like animation sure. and the comics. I actually started reading a lot of comics when I was younger, but like the strip comics, like from the newspaper oh, yeah. or like old comics from like the library. Uh, I read like Opus. I don't know if you guys heard of Opus before no uh it's like this penguin actually it's kind of like interesting i, I used to read that a lot and <laughs> trump is in this comic strip <laughs> which oh. i didn't know i didn't know like it was like now i connected i'm like oh that's interesting i didn't know who this person was but in the in the comics huh. he like uh he gets like hit by this anchor and his brain is transferred into this like cat <laughs> so he's a cat anyways but uh the, the really? comic, yeah I'll, I'll have to like link you guys what the comics look like uh, but i used to I've seen this i'm looking at it now yeah I've okay seen it. uh i believe it's i'm pretty sure it's trump but i'm gonna see i'm gonna investigate okay well he's always been a celebrity you know before being a president yeah he's been around for like since the 80s yeah yes yeah, so i figured it's him uh but those comics were really fun and uh there's another one with like this cat and dog it wasn't Garfield, <laughs> but it was like Scratch something. It was Fuzz and something. But those like influenced me a lot when I was a little bit younger. And uh, I think like that came from now that I'm drawing a lot more cats and dogs. Now that I think about it, that's probably why. So those like old school artists and yeah, like watching a lot of animated movies was like my thing. Every time I, I would go to the movie theater, I would I would come home and like try to draw my favorite uh, moments in the movie. <laughs> like i have these like drawings of like shrek when i went to go see shrek at the theater and like when they turn the second movie when they turn themselves like really like handsome you know like um, <laughs> um did you draw did you draw handsome shrek? yeah and i drew uh, the donkey like being like a star you know like oh my gosh let's draw let's draw them on the oh my god okay. and the, oh, i have to like i might have to share that scene i have it in like i had a journal before and i would like write and then like draw that and then uh, let's see yeah so like movies inspired me a lot glenn keen was like one of like the top people that i was like i just love how uh lucy is when he's drawing and how he's like the way he was like animating and the designs too and then just things that inspired me a lot in art like besides animation would be like sculptures you get like really into like sculptures or oh. just like typography okay. is really cool too Mm-hmm. and uh, just like the way I like the process of it and it's so like tedious I guess that I'm like wow that's kind of cool like how can I put that in my designs like the way they the shapes or colors or just like in sculptures too like how they the shapes within that as well or the textures that they live like I try to leave on the sculpture I try to put that like in my drawings yeah and like illust- like old school illustrations from like books like old school books mm-hmm. like the golden like, like the golden little books. golden books or even like yeah. random like ads with like illustrations from like the 50s or something like that is really cool oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i just like i like staring at them and be like how can i put that in my drawing like how can i like steal <laughs> right because everyone's like yeah. stealing things from like 
other people and like trying to put it in their work so yeah just like trying to mix all that together and being like what's my quote-unquote style <laughs> what everybody like tries to like get which doesn't really exist i think it's just kind of like uh um something that keeps changing you know like your style yeah yeah and it should you know like you're you're absorbing information you're seeing other people's work and you want to like incorporate it so yeah it'd be weird if somebody had the same can you imagine if somebody <laughs> had the exact same art style for like 10 years it's like man they never <laughs> i mean yeah. i feel like i feel like uh i feel like that happens though like some artists that are like that became popular with one style you know right and then they just keep doing the style i guess if yeah. you can make a career out of it but yeah, I don't, know. I don't know if I could do it. I feel like no. Yeah. I feel like I would, I would get bored too fast. I was gonna say the same thing. Like yeah. I feel like I get bored of the same thing, and I just want to keep learning. I'm like, let me, can I challenge myself again? Can I paint like this person, yeah. or like, can I? Let me see if I can draw like them. Yeah, yeah. I think the yeah, it's funny. It's like when I mean, I definitely felt the same way when I was a teenager. But the, when you're kind of starting out there's such a pressure to like find your style yeah yeah and, like you have to like what's your this is my style and like everyone's yeah. always really into showing off their style and <laughs> and i did the same thing and and uh and then you outgrow it and you realize like especially once you kind of start um like getting into the industry and you're like oh wait that's that's bad you should be flexible like yeah it's, it's better to have versatility then be like, this is how I draw things, and fuck yeah. off if you don't like yeah. it. Like, that's not going to get you a job. But it is very much like a teenager kind of, or like youngish adult, where you're like, well, I only draw black and white, like, no color for me. Like, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was very much that kid. I'm like, oh, color, like, oh, that's so hard. I'm like, no, I should, I should try it a little bit, you know? Who knows? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I relate to that a lot because I feel like for the longest time, especially because a lot of foundation drawing is all like, hatching and just like black and white and like pencil like I, I was like terrible with color for the longest time and then until very recently I feel like uh probably when I just moved to the states I was just like I have a shit ton of alcohol markers I'm, I just need to use them I just need to use them I have I thought you're gonna I thought you're gonna <laughs> yeah. say I have a shit ton of alcohol that's why I'm like, did I miss something? Uh, I just so I just got drunk I just got fucking I... wasted and I was like... sniffed some markers no, but like I had like all these alcohol markers, like a Copic or like oh, right. and like you know like the the brands like Prism Color yeah. and all that and all that. And I was just like, I'm just gonna use them. I don't care. I'm just gonna use all these markers mm -hmm. until like they there's they ran out of ink. And then when that happens, I'll know how to use color. Right? That's how it works. Yeah. And it is how it works. Like now I feel a lot more confident with color. <laughs> yeah, I love the way you use color. Like. I remember just watching you at work. I'm like, how does she do that? And it's like monochromatic. I'm like, how, how, <laughs> how is she doing this? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even know how to use color. I'm like, so green and purple. Is that okay? <laughs> this is yeah, why not? That's, why that's, not? Uh, that's Evangelion colors <laughs> in Ava Unit 1. Oh, yeah. So I'm just, that's a yeah. sick color combination. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think uh, part of that is also when you're younger, you know, it's like the whole search for an identity thing. And so it's like, yeah, it's part of that. I think it's like you you're creating a an aesthetic for yourself. Mm -hmm. and, so I get it. But also it's, a, it's a way of like, I don't know, sometimes just kind of like hiding behind. Like, you know, I think that's kind of like I think I mean, if you have an identity, that's great. Mm -hmm. uh, but if it's just like an excuse to to like, you know, hide your 
like flaws, then that's not as great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, like being like, oh, that's my style. Uh, it's like, mm, yeah. Is it really? Or is it just. <laughs> or it's like, I don't draw hands. Hands are dumb. <laughs> just put them in pockets. Yeah. Up the <laughs> hands are hard. I had a moment where I was like, I got to figure out hands. Hands are hard. Yeah. And I just like kept working on it. I think. Um, I've definitely gotten away with never having learned the fundamentals, really. I feel like I just <laughs> have found shortcuts around drawing anything the right way. But maybe everyone feels that way. I don't know. How do no, you feel? I, I also like took a shortcut from fundamentals. But now I'm like going back and being like, okay, I got to learn these things. Yeah, filling <laughs> um, in the blanks. Especially for storyboarding. Like, you know, like I... I didn't really know about it and I was like, oh, I have to learn perspective because of camera and like <laughs> backgrounds and all this stuff of like, oh shit, like I don't really know it that well. Like I can fake a little bit, but then there's some stuff where I'm like, oh, I should really learn a little bit more <laughs> with like perspective. Yeah. yeah. Perspective is wild. Yeah. I, I think um, on one hand, I understand why people have a hard time with it. On the other, I feel like once you start, once you figure out the really, really like base rules of it, the rest is just like fudging it because it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's like there's like one point, which is obviously very easy Two point. That's like a little tricky. Three point. Fuck that. But <laughs> <laughs> you don't need it. Nobody's ever going to need it. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's insane. I had to do it all the time for V's uh, storyboards on Loud House. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. We, we talk about it all the time on here. <laughs> Uh, that's a running gag. It's a, at this point, it's a running gag. Like my my boys were not that hard. No, they weren't. <laughs> uh, but they were. But uh, I think that it's not that challenging. It's like as long as you're following those vanishing points, mm -hmm. you can actually get away with a lot. And sometimes, even when I was working on Loud House, I would like things were. Sometimes it was better for things not to line up with mm -hmm. the vanishing points for the sake of the shot. Mm -hmm. And because right, right. composition is more important right. than rigid perspective. Yeah. And so that that's something I want to put out there to the universe. It's like, don't worry that oh, hard about it. Yeah. You know? I guess sometimes I, well, at least because like I'm working on, on Spidey and like perspective sometimes has to be really pushed. And I'm like, oh man, like I don't understand how this works. And like it breaks my brain of like how to draw. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially for boards. I think for boards, it's like as long as it's close, as long as the, as long yeah. as you can get a feeling for what the, what the shot composition is, you know, I mean, how many boards uh, just have a character and then just like a grid, you know, <laughs> like a grid in perspective, <laughs> a sloppy grid behind them. That's just, Oh yeah. Like this, it's like, I'm drawing it on a jam board, but like that, or like, they're just like, it'll be like, it'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be like a character and it'll be like, they're like, Oh, what? And then behind them is just like that. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. I feel like it right? also depends on the I it feel like there's like the some show. shows where like uh depending on like your EP or like your supervising director, some shows will want the perspective to be super, super, super tight. Because it kind of depends on like who they're sending the boards to. Yeah. Like if they're sending the boards to a studio that like and you know, it's all about trust. Like, you know, if there's if like the studio that is working from the boards hasn't really shown work that was strong enough in the, in the eyes of the, the um, EP and the supervising director then yeah you're you're probably gonna have to be pretty accurate mm -hmm. but but you know but uh, if if there's like a lot of trust and like the other studio is doing well then like you can be a little bit more relaxed <laughs> if I could draw like how we're drawing now with these circles and sticks 
I would be happy now. I know. I, hey, Imagine. you know. <laughs> Sometimes I, like, look at these, like, older Spongebob boards and, like, Sometimes it's like mostly like the character. Like there's a little bit of background. There's like a couple lines. There, this is my sample of storyboards. <laughs> yeah, the sky. It's just yeah. the, the sky perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how you got hired at Disney. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's all you need. That's all the information you need. Yeah. How uh, how do you deal with creative block? And how does it uh, look to you? How does it feel? Creative block. To me, it feels like when I just don't have the energy <laughs> to draw, even though like sure. I have this idea that I want to do, and that in like if I try to if I try to draw it and I'm drawing it over and over again, like that's to me is like a creative block. Like I can't, I don't get that like that happy feeling or like kind of fun feeling to to draw it, and I just have to like put it away because I'm like, okay, I'm trying too hard. When I'm trying too hard, that means like. I need to stop. <laughs> uh, if that makes sense. Hmm. Sure. And uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I usually just try to like not draw. Like I either will look at art of books, or um, watch the movies, or go out and um, and coffee sketch. So then I'm just like drawing people, and I'm drawing like what I'm trying to draw, I guess. Which is kind of weird because like I'm drawing, but <laughs> but it, it feels to me like that like that creative block to me that I've experienced is that like I can't be creative <laughs> with with i don't know it, I, I get stuck i i agree with that yeah. a lot i feel like like going to like life drawing classes or doing like observation sketches yeah. has always kind of gotten me out of the rut uh -huh. because it's like you're you you don't have to think so much you're just trying to copy what you, what is in front of your eyes exactly. but your your hand is still moving yeah 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 exactly like i try not to think about it too much or really just do something else mm. like i just kind of won't do it for like a day like won't draw for a day and go do something else because yeah it's just like frustrating when i try to draw it and it just is not coming out right or you guys ever feel like when you are motivated and you're like i'm gonna draw this really cool like thing and it's gonna come out really cool and you get to it you're like this freaking sucks like i can't like i don't know what's going on why i can't draw this yeah to me like that feels like a creative block because it's like mm -hmm. uh, like I'm, I'm trying too hard. I'm trying too hard to make it look good. And and that's not the point. It's like, I'm just trying to draw something for me. You know what? I feel like that's really true. Like I used to, like, I feel like before I used to kind of like have pictures in my brain and be like, I'm going to draw exactly what's in my brain. Yeah. And that has always kind of gotten me in like bad mental mm -hmm. places mm -hmm. because it's mm -hmm. like, it's impossible to recreate exactly what's in your brain. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. And it's frustrating. But when you're just kind of like having fun. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I wonder if anybody ever gets to that point or if it's just like, I mm -hmm. I wonder if, if there's any artist that's gotten good enough to where they can perfectly put down on paper what's in their head or if your brain becomes better at knowing what your hands are capable of. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I wonder if, if it meets in the middle at some point. Because I do feel like mm -hmm. as, I, as I've gotten older and better at, what I do, mm -hmm. I know what I can't, I know my limits. Yeah. And so the ideas that I come up with in my head, I'm like, I think this is what the character should look like before yeah. I even draw it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I think I can draw that. I've, I've created limits yeah. for myself in yeah. my own head. I'm like, I think I can draw that. Yeah. <laughs> and so I feel a little more confident. 
I'm more just kind of like letting, I, I feel like I, I kind of completely let go of things that are inside my head. Like, mm-hmm. except for boards. Sure. Boards, I have like a, I have like a, like a very hazy idea of yeah, what the camera should mm-hmm. be like. Different, but yeah. I feel like I'm most of the time, I just, it's kind of more trial and error. Mm-hmm. I That's kind of more my mode of, of doing it. Yeah. I'm not trying to think now. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever like have those images in your brain? So I'm I'm, like, that's what I was thinking about. I'm like, yeah, there's some days where I feel like, I think only when I do know how to draw a thing, like how you guys are saying, or like my go to will be a cat. Like, I have like these three top like (laughs) animals that I draw, which is a cat, a wolf, or like an alligator. And that would kind of like help me that uh, break that creative block. Just because I already know how to draw it. <laughs> and then go from there to be like, okay, like, let me try other stuff. And then that will kind of, like, motivate me a little bit more from breaking right. that. Yeah. After I've done, like, other stuff. But um... We have some good questions okay. that I'd love to ask that we got sure. from Twitter. Mm-hmm. Question from at Nicholas Drawings. Mm-hmm. What to do when you can't come up with an idea for a character design or when you get stuck with no designs that you like or consider good? Hmm. Well, it depends. Like, if I'm doing it for myself, I feel like what I do is I'll just do, like, random shapes and then pick the theme that I want to do that I'm designing the character and kind of, like, place it on those shapes. And that's just kind of, like, a fun way to, like, loosen up a little bit, like a warm-up. But if it's for work... (laughs) uh, Well, you can do this for yourself, too, but, like, for work, I would probably do like a lot more research like references or like kind of write down like what i want the character to look like or feel like uh, before even drawing i feel like that helps a lot too because it, sure. it, it's like that creative block we were talking about a little bit where like if you are drawing and like mm-hmm. nothing is coming up it gets frustrating so sometimes just looking at photos or like even videos or music you feel like might feel like this character <laughs> um helps a lot i think yeah and it helps me like it, it's like it refreshes my mind <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. And what was the second question? Or what was the... I think it was... I think you answered yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so what do you do when you get stuck? Yeah. Yeah, I think that I, I get I get stuck... I, you know, most of the time when I'm trying to figure something out, I know what I'm trying to accomplish, but there's been moments, a lot of moments, where I didn't have a good, like, like you said, like a good shape for mm-hmm. a character or even like a strong enough inspiration for their look and yeah like just getting outside of your own head and like i have a a shitload of stuff that i've liked on tumblr Mm -hmm. or i'll sometimes even go back to deviantart and just cycle through all of these like pieces that i saved from years ago yeah that did did something for me at some point so i'm like all right time to like time to refresh my Mm -hmm. like my inspiration and i that's been it's happened a lot where i'll find a piece from some other artist that's like 10 years old and i'm like ooh that character they drew once is got enough interesting stuff to it that I can kind of take in, you know, repurpose yeah. or whatever. And some people might call that stealing, but they're wrong because <laughs> everyone is stealing from something. Oh yeah. Everyone is always using and reusing and, you know. I totally agree with that. It's just Especially if you're like yeah, it, you're doing it for yourself, you know, you're not like obviously tracing anything like this is mine. Like, no, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's transformative. Yeah. yeah. And I know that that's just like and how many creations have there been even in writing mm-hmm. where it was clearly somebody liked a movie and they wanted to do their take on yeah. it, you know, and yeah. then it becomes its own thing. Oh yeah. There's no shame in that. <laughs> all all art is transformative and, mm-hmm. and remixed and redone. So like one thing I kinda miss from like the before social media era was 
like I used to be subscribed to a lot more blogs like Fubbies or like Boom, you know, the one like Boom with like a lot of O's, like, and those were like kind of like art related. Uh -huh. And those were great because it wasn't just animation, but it was also like, like you had architecture mm -hmm. and photography and like fashion right. and all of these different like art mediums were like featured on those websites. And I really missed that because I felt like it gave a lot of, I wouldn't say edge, but like in terms of like creativity and inspiration, mm -hmm. those were so great because you could kind of go and like scroll on those yeah. until you kind of like vibe with the post and you're like, oh, how can I kind of have that in my character design? Yeah. Like, you know, even though you're looking at like, like, I don't know, abandoned like <laughs> swimming pool or whatever, you're like, oh, maybe there's like a vibe in there. I but it's know, a cool know. like resource to have. Like I, I've never been to that or the what's it called? Boom? It's called Boom? Or... Yeah, one of them yeah. is like Boom with like right. probably six or eight O's. <laughs> uh, and one of them was Fubbies. Uh, and they still exist. They're still around. Right. But, yeah. but I think it's good, like you're yeah. saying, to have uh, resources like that, or, like a library of just, uh, uh, besides like art, like you're saying, um, architecture and like fashion, because that does help sure. a lot too. Yeah. yeah. I have a book of, uh, what are the fruits? It's like there was like I love those, that. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Japanese magazine, I think. Yeah. That's just like all the crazy fashion. And it's like most of it's absurd, but you get, you know, you can get ideas out of it. You're yeah. Like, oh, that's cool. Like, I'm going to look at these fruit. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Checker, checkerboard. I want to see this book now. <laughs> Have you never seen it? Oh, it's, um, well, it's called Fruits, but it's just, it's just, uh, it's just like Harajuku, not Harajuku. What is it called? It's like all the crazy fashion, you know, in Japan. Like oh, all, okay. all the, um... It's like an area where, like, the fashionistas would, yeah. would hang out. Yeah, yeah. Harajuku. Yeah, Harajuku, that's right. Um, I don't know why I was second-guessing myself. I've been there twice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it is, it's actually not as wild as people make it out to be. There's, like, an occasional person that looks wacky, but it's a lot of just people. I think it's just, like, also when people were, like, writing those guides. Like, like Japan right. was a mess. Like, I mean... That's true. Traveled, it's probably, yeah, compared to everywhere else, I guess that was wild. I have another question from at Devon1224. What project are you the most proud of? What are some cool non-animation influences on your work? So two questions. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> well, I feel like for character design, uh, one of the proudest projects I've, I did was the recent one I did with Arlo, uh, Arlo the Alligator. I did some concept art for um, oh, cool. the... The frog, uh, Jeremiah, <laughs> or Jer Jer oh, yeah. Jer Jeremio, I think, yeah, Jeremio. <laughs> yeah. And um, I believe Aunt Edna is her name. <laughs> I'm like, it was a while ago, mm -hmm. and I'm like trying to remember the names. But that, even though I worked on it for like a little bit of time, I'm pretty proud of those like drawings that I did for them, and they kind of like helped push the other character designers that were part of it. So that was really fun to do, and I mean. I love those frogs. I'm so proud of them. Um, yeah, that movie looks great. Yeah, it's awesome that you were part of that. Yeah, if you haven't watched it, watch it. It's it's a lovely, lovely movie. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing would be the project I'm on right now on Spider Man. It's my first time as a story artist, like on a feature film. So mm -hmm. there's some sequences I can't talk about, obviously now. But yeah, I've been pretty like proud to see like how long I've come from the beginning. Even from like the training program I had at Disney to like where I am now, where I'm like, wow, like okay. I did that. <laughs> like, that's kind of cool. Like, I'll like surprise myself a little bit. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty proud of like what I've done so far. And 
for the movie. And just like I, all the help I've had with it, with like all these story artists and our lead story, storyboard. I'm like forgetting <laughs> names <laughs> right now, like the titles of names. Uh, but yeah, I've I've been learning a lot on Spider Man, so I'm pretty proud. Cool. <laughs> From at thought carry, mm -hmm. what's something that happened in your career that was unexpected? I'm trying to think. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think like unexpected things. Um, I assume they mean like you know a sudden turn of events yeah. that uh, you thought maybe things would happen a certain way and then yeah. they I, ended up I, going a different. Well, way. I guess. Um, <laughs> Good or bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess in my career, I want to do like full-time like character design and so storyboarding kind of like came out of nowhere so that was kind of like a big change for me and I felt like I was kind of thrown in the, the deep end of like storyboarding because I had no idea really what it was about uh, except for just like drawing like a sequence so that was like a big game changer for me until like what I'm doing now but yeah that would be it <laughs> cool yeah that was yeah. great yeah <laughs> Uh, what kind of uh, goals do you have for your for your career, for your uh, future as an yeah. artist? Do you want to stay in boards? Would you want to go back to design? Yeah. I definitely want to like explore with character design again, but I've been kind of like loving the challenge of like storyboarding. So I'm in between of like staying in boards and or going back to um, design. But either way, I'm like thankful for like any job that I can get within those things. And then... Uh, yeah, like I think later on in the future, I want to like work, uh, create like a project, like a movie later on. Mm. So I feel like mm -hmm. that's something like in the works where I want to put like my voice out there and, and tell a story about like my background as a Mexican American woman sure. and explore more of the, the like um, culture and like traditions we have and like um, all that like magic and um, not like Day of the Dead, but the other part of it where we have like what, what do you call it in english you know how we have like the boogeyman and all that stuff like here in like america sure. but like in mexico they have like that versions of that stuff so i want to like do something like like folk tale or... yeah folklore yeah in like yeah, mexico yeah. so i'm like exploring mm -hmm. that and hopefully i could do something with that in the future <laughs> so, hell yeah yeah I hope you do. I hope so too. And you can have moms throwing their shoes. Yeah. <laughs> at kids. I learned something today. <laughs> I learned something about Mexican culture. That would be the the, the plot of the movie. Is that shoe that traveled? That's the whole. Yeah, it's the whole <laughs> that's really funny though. Like a full hour and a half movie. On the shoe traveling. Like shoe. Yeah. The shoe's like stopping at like a diner late at night. It's yeah. just like I'm gonna get him. <laughs> I'm gonna get this like kidding people like smoking <laughs> cigarettes yeah 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 it's like it follows like... but it's a shoe <laughs> that's really funny uh, I'm writing that down yeah write it down uh i also i need a stake in that so you're gonna have to give me percentages on that of course of course i need i need I, yeah i need five percent on all uh income and the mom like just kind of like calls up the diner, the phone rings, and it's the yeah. mom at the other at the end of the line. You gotta stop! You gotta stop! It's been going on for too long. Yeah, and it just like hangs like, up. No. Like with that. So, yeah, sorry. Just, like, no, a job's a job. A job's a job. <laughs> you see the this shadow, the shadow, like the cast shadow, of, like the sandal, or whatever it is, oh, like all creepy. Yeah. It's like it's gotta be done, and the kid's like, oh shit, That's like so good. Oh. I, yeah. I <laughs>
Oh fuck! Oh, fuck. It's <laughs> it can, like like grows up as like a whole family, and he's always just they're always on the run, and they're like, "Dad, Dad!" <laughs> it's been years. <laughs> dad, wait, he's a he's just, a dad now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's yeah, a whole it's life been going story. On for decades. Yeah, it's just called like El Zapato. El Zapato. Oh my god, it's so dramatic that. This is good. Let's pitch this. All right, we're gonna yeah. This is, when we disconnect from this call, we're gonna get we're gonna, we're gonna make get some meetings. The, we're gonna. This is honestly one of the things I miss like to have like V and I like did this all the time. We just like banter about like random uh, like yeah. stories. Like we have a Teletubby one. I don't know if she's told you about it, but we have a Teletubby. Teletubbies. Um, pitch oh, that one's so good. That we that wanted so good. to about the rejected Teletubby <laughs> that maybe that never made it to like, the team. Yeah, they like all grew up, yeah. and now they're all like, you know, Teletubbies went out of fashion, and they're all like jaded dads, you know, like one's a mechanic now, and it's just like I don't one's know, a mechanic. <laughs> and um, and one day, like they all get like a phone call, and it's like it's like Teletubbies have to reunite because like the one that couldn't make it to the show like has gone like completely crazy Whoa. and wants to for yeah. the earth, and so <laughs> what was it? Uwu? They called it Uwu? It was yeah, it was because oh. <laughs> it's a little like he's the one that doesn't have the TV in his belly. Oh, okay. So he's like handicapped. <laughs> Remember that drawing we did where he was trying to put a TV in his belly? Oh, that's dark. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just like crying, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know I can be like you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damn, this is this is whack. <laughs> This is what I, I watched. I watched Teletubbies recently, and I, and like oh, on really? on one hand, it's a very well produced show. Right. It's very interesting, but on the other hand, like what the fuck is that show? It it, it is like four <laughs> aliens with TV bellies, and the sun is a baby, and there's a vacuum <laughs> that they like party with, and it's okay. I I, I don't get I don't it. remember them talking, but I saw one where they do talk, right? They talk to each other. They talk, like yeah, okay, yeah. I, I don't know why, but mine. Well, they like. I think it's like we're they don't have like full sentences. I don't think. Oh, okay. But, but yeah, they're like clean up time. I don't know. They say weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you. Why were you watching Teletubbies? <laughs> In... I I don't know. It's quarantine. I was gonna say. Imagine that's the only show we had to watch during the quarantine yeah. the whole year. No, like that was the only thing providing for. I don't remember the context. I think yeah, I was just like watching stuff on YouTube and it came up and I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I was like, why not? I've run out of things, things to watch. To watch Let's yeah. watch Teletubbies. There are too many things to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's telling me to watch all these good shows and I'm like, nah, man. Teletubbies. That's <laughs> well, that's a good place to end this. Teletubbies? Great. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Teletubbies. <laughs> That's the end of this creative block. Thanks to Stephanie for being our guest and sharing her story. Thank you for having me. It was really fun. And thanks to our listeners. Yes. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. It's at creative blog, creative without the vowels, where we ask for drawing prompts and questions to ask your guests. Huge thanks to my sister Clemens for editing the podcast. Please subscribe to the channel if you love our content. I've been your host, Gene. And that was me. Keep being creative, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.